camping is a wonderful way to get outside with friends and family. For some families, it is a unique bonding opportunity that allows parents and children to explore nature together. Most camping trips come with some pretty wonderful memories, but not all of them do. No matter how much you love camping, you never know what's going to happen while you're out there. My name is Brienne, and I'm the host and creator of Among the Dirt and Trees, a show where we explore true crime cases that occur out in nature. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the murder of Tristan Baudet, a father who went out camping with his two daughters and died after being shot in the head while the three of them slept in their tent. It was June 22nd when Tristan, a scientist, decided to take his two daughters on an overnight camping trip. From what I can tell, this trip wasn't just an opportunity for him to have fun with the girls who were two and four at the time. He was also doing someone a favor. He was giving his wife a quiet house to study for her exam in. And it was supposed to be a fun trip, too. Tristan was an outdoorsy guy, so it wasn't surprising that he would decide to take the two girls for a camping trip. He was just sharing what he loved with them. While they were out there, everything was normal, and I'm sure that everybody was having a lot of fun. At least until it was time for bed. While Tristan and the girls were sleeping, someone fired into their tent, striking Tristan in the head. He died in the tent while his two daughters remained unharmed, and for several months, his case would remain unsolved. No one knew who shot into the tent, but the police weren't exactly surprised that it happened. In fact, the area, Malibu Creek State Park, was having some troubles, and had been for a while. In recent years, someone, or several people, were going out into this area and firing guns into campsites. They shot into cars. They shot into tents. A lot of the time there wasn't any real damage, thankfully. But that wasn't always the case. One man was struck while sleeping in a hammock, and now this deranged shooter managed to kill someone. Any time that we discuss true crime, we know that it's going to be awful, right? We know something bad is going to happen, but this case is shocking in a few ways. One, I can't imagine the confusion that those two little girls had waking up to their father's death. It's horrible. They were too young to care for themselves, too young to protect themselves, and too young to even get help. Now, I just hope that those two have the love and support that they need because young or not, experiencing something like that can have a lasting impact. We often think that kids don't absorb that stuff fully, and it's just not true. The girls might not understand what exactly happened, but that doesn't mean that they aren't severely traumatized, and not just by the loss of their father, but by... What happened? 
Tristan's murder was a change in the existing case. Now, it wasn't someone just being reckless, right? It wasn't someone trying to scare people or prank them or whatever bizarre theories that they probably had at this point. Tristan was dead, and police realized that there was a dangerous killer terrorizing the area, and that that person could strike again. In January of 2019, they announced that they found the guy. He was charged and arrested for Tristan's murder, 10 counts of attempted murder, and five counts of second-degree burglary because this guy is apparently open to a lot of different kinds of crime. I looked it up, and in this case, second-degree burglary means that they could decide whether to charge it as a misdemeanor or a felony. Um, From what I can tell, it's less severe than first-degree burglary and comes with lower sentencing, but I'm sure that they weren't too worried about that since they already had him for murder and attempted murder just kind of piling things on. But I'm not a lawyer. I'm just a podcaster, so do not quote me on that. (laughs) The suspected murderer's name is Anthony Rauda, and he doesn't seem like the best guy for more reasons than we really have time to go into. Um, In fact, in the images from one of his courtroom appearances, they had him wearing a face shield. And I know what you're thinking. COVID, right? Because that's exactly what I thought at the time. Wrong. They put a shield on him to stop him from spitting at anyone, which was apparently a valid concern based on experience. Police had a lot of interesting evidence against Rauda, including footage of him in tactical gear with weapons that matched what they were looking for. And... The footage that they had of him was also a point of interest. Several different videos showed him stealing a bunch of food. Their official theory was that he would steal food to survive and that he was actually living out in the woods, in nature, by himself. So now we have this image of a guy who is stealing from local businesses and vending machines, living in the woods, starting fights in courtrooms, and randomly shooting into local campsites for fun. This is the exact kind of person that I'm always afraid that I will run into someday. Every ounce of anxiety that I ever have about this kind of situation, it's this person, because they do exist. It sounds like a crazy story, but this guy was actually doing this stuff. Once it became clear that he was consistently committing a lot of crimes, people started having more questions. Why wasn't there more of a warning if police knew that someone dangerous was in the area? It was actually this line of thinking that led Tristan's wife to file a lawsuit against public officials. She believed that there should have been more publicity surrounding the fact that there was an attempted murderer stalking the area for several years. And I cannot blame her. But her lawsuit was rejected. Now, while I was doing my research, I did find something kind of unexpected 
my research ultimately led me to a local news website um, called the local Malibu. And it seems to think that police have it all wrong with this case. They actually think that police knowingly arrested and charged the wrong man just to put the matter to rest before an upcoming sheriff's election. Their argument is that it was a publicity win to win favor from the public. It seems like they think the police were feeling pressured after Tristan's death, and the articles actually suggest that the real killer is out there and only stopped for one reason. The Woolsey Fire. This devastating fire burned 96,949 acres of land, and it forced a really extreme evacuation for several hundred thousand people. This local news group thinks that this fire is the real reason that the shooting stopped. They think the area just got disrupted. Now, according to them, they are exposing a cover-up and have evidence that the shootings continued even with Rauta behind bars. Now, I'm not here at all to say what is right or what is wrong, but it is definitely interesting. Finding an entire online community discussing an obvious threat in their area is pretty cool. And some of the accusations are fairly alarming. Now, obviously, I cannot speak to this myself. It seems like everyone has their opinions and their evidence, but it does seem like the evidence is kind of at odds. I think a lot of the time, we automatically see anything like this and think that it's just a conspiracy theory. And it might be. But I do think that it's interesting, and it does seem like there have been some big problems in the area for quite a while. The more I read about what this local news crew had to say, the more I found myself agreeing with the lawsuit about alerting the public to these dangers. I can't say what is the right approach with all of this, but I can say that whether Rauta is a distraction or the actual killer, he definitely committed enough crimes to land himself behind bars regardless. From what I can tell, the public is still torn on what happened to this day. I guess I just hope that there isn't another dangerous killer lying in wait for the right moment to strike, because that would be pretty horrible. But I also think that if nothing else, this serves as a good reminder that as the public, we can never truly have the full story. As much as we wish that we could trust everything that we read, we can't. I'm not saying that they got the wrong guy here, but I was surprised by how much information was presented by this other news group. So you guys tell me how you feel about conspiracy theories or alternate theories or whatever we want to call them. A lot of the time, I think that they can be pretty interesting, but I'm certainly interested in hearing your thoughts on them or if you want to hear more about them on the show because they are interesting, if nothing else, right? <laughs> So, if you want to discuss Area 51, the moon landing, or the amount of shedding that Sasquatch endures when the seasons change, don't hesitate to contact me on Twitter or Instagram using the tag at datpod. 
Thanks, guys. 